forgive me, Pavlos, for I have sinned. I have... Oh, no. What I have, happened? I have made some video game regrets in my past oh, two God. weeks. I promised, oh, God. I promised myself I wouldn't play anime garbage games, <gasps> and I did. You picked up a, you picked up a Vita. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Basically, no, no, I'm just kidding. It, it's not that bad. When ah. I pick up a PlayStation Vita, you may come to my house and put me down like a dog. <laughs> All right. All right, I will. <laughs> but uh, but no, uh, today I played Genshin. No, well, not today, but today I'm going to talk <laughs> about Genshin Impact and another Genshin anime Impact. game. But we'll go. We'll get that when we get there. I've noticed that we've been started. Uh, we've been starting with the like um, popular, like you know, the Zeitgeist games uh, in the recent uh, episodes. It, it helps so, that uh, they're cheap. Like the thing right. is, is like I probably wouldn't talk about Zeitgeist games if they were sixty dollars, like Last yeah. of Us. But like right. Among Us, um, Genshin Impact, and what was the other one we did? Oh, Fall Guys, because I had I got I got Fall Guys free. Like all of those mm. were like easy if it was last of us 2 i'm never gonna play that you're not gonna get 60 dollars out of me yeah well since you've already sinned i suppose we uh, could we, we should go into it so uh anything i hear for it's content. uh i uh, hear it's free to play uh, breath of the wild <laughs> yeah i heard you compare it to tales and i've never played a tales of game i'm under the impression that it's mostly breath of the wild with some tales of uh Art design uh-huh. slash like combat design. Um, there. That was purely uh, superficial, by the way. Purely based on the on the look. Purely the based on comparison. aesthetic. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see it via aesthetic. It's mostly Breath of the Wild. Which is generic anime. What? <laughs> Sorry. No. 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 It. That's about right. Um. I mean, and people will like say it's better than Breath of the Wild in like environments. I mean, that would I would hard disagree. Um, mm-hmm. I think Breath okay. of the Wild is very deliberate in how it does things. Really, really, what Genshin Impact just does is uh, they just make a big old map, and then they put like little hub mm-hmm. areas, and then they just throw in quest givers. Like there's there's little okay. thought. Whereas in like Breath of the Wild, anywhere you go has like you can tell even with the Koroks, like you can tell how much detail was in the 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 crevice that you just walked by. And that's yeah. not present here. Um, what is present is RPG mechanics, like basic combat, basic RPG mechanics, and a mm-hmm. complex, not complex, but like a very uh, intricately woven money system in which you need to pull characters that are better than the characters you have, because that's the most likely way you're going to do damage. Right. And uh, so, I mean, it's free, of course. Uh, so that's great, right? No, Loose, no way loosely to, uh, speaking, not way to spend free, money on you know? it. Like... <laughs> no way to spend money on it. Cool. <laughs> Completely free. Uh, no hooks. I, awesome. I, I mean, I'm not gonna... <coughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I could have spent yeah. my money on healthcare. No. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right, no. Uh, I, I think the reason... I, I've promised myself no more... Uh, free-to-play gacha games on my mobile devices. So uh, I haven't downloaded it yet, but I haven't promised myself no free-to-play gacha games on my Switch. <laughs> so you once know, it hey hits there. that, I will probably try it out. <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, I'll say, I'll say, um, this is my first real gotcha game. I've played trading card games before. That's pretty, it's pretty up the same alley as far as how much you're paying yeah. for an RNG element. And, sure. um, or and like I've played like Overwatch loot boxes, which isn't that different. Okay. But, yeah. but, uh, well. but it, it's different in the sense that like, it's all cosmetic on Overwatch. Whereas here it's like, yeah. oh no, you need to fucking shell out some money just to fucking have an enjoyable experience. Uh, you don't get the, you don't get like, you know, you don't unlock the characters in Overwatch through the loot boxes and that. <laughs> um, I, I mean, how not quite the same. How bad has your, uh, how bad has the gotcha game probability been before? Because for me, it's pretty bad. Um, so I've played a couple, uh, but uh, only really, I would say only really. Ah, uh, so it's hard to say. Like I played. I had like phases where I, so so the only one I still play is Fire Emblem Heroes, which has very generous uh, rates. Um, so and I've been playing that since the start, so I have like good good units there anyway, and like I play once a day, uh, and uh, you know that that one I still play. I played for a while the One Piece one for a good while, but uh, uh, that was too messy for me and like again like too exploitative and. Uh, um, then, I don't know, I played, like, some Digimon one for a while, I played, I've tried, like, I've tried a couple for, like, a week, like, Re Final Fantasy Record Keeper, and, and some others, uh, but, uh, yeah, really, the only one I've stuck with is, uh, is Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, so, yeah, I haven't tried that Dragalia Lost that they released, didn't like that, um, so yeah, um, I think uh, gacha games, I'm a bit worried, but well, uh, I'm not worried because uh, the Switch release will, I, I sh uh, actually could, actually this may be a legitimate worry. I'm uh, Gacha games, when you get in on the start, it's all very uh, easy, like you can easily handle it. It's not, usually they add features over time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm a bit worried that by the time Genshin Impact hits Switch, though they've said, 2020 we'll see uh but uh that it might be too too much uh because now if you if you if you picked up if you started playing fire emblem heroes now you'd be there's ways where like they've added over the time they, they've added uh ways you know that address newcomers um which weren't in there at this when, when they released it but uh, at the same time there's so much mechanics so much like stuff in there like with super like so many currencies and ways to upgrade or like you resources types of resources and ways to upgrade units and event types and it'd be totally overwhelming i don't know how one could start it now oh, so uh, yeah i mean yeah i i, I think know. in another year or something genshin impact maybe but i will say in its defense um it is a breath of the wild clone and in that sense there is like a sort of quantity aspect for um appeal like what you're paying for when you pay for loot boxes which i have not actually done i was joking about it i just get really yeah. bad pulls because i get so measly <clears throat> few free currency but um typically like if you just imagine a free breath of the wild there, there's still plenty of content there um you're you're really just paying for uh weapons upgrading weapons or special weapons or specific characters that uh offer unique or better experiences which um don't get me wrong is probably the bulk of the game and like the main appeal is trying to get 
the good ones. Um, mm-hmm. But like, hey, like uh, a free to play Breath of the Wild at the very least will probably waste your time for a few hours. I've already, I I've already asked what the yeah, yeah I've already sunk is. like twelve hours into it. So like, yeah. What's the main appeal in your eyes? Aside from the obviously the the gacha is always taps into a a dirty part of the brain. <laughs> but, uh, uh, just gameplay wise. I I mean I I should say that combat wise it is um not not special at all. In fact, it's I think it's probably one of the most lacking aspects. Um, there's mm-hmm. like minor physics elements based on Breath of the Wild, um, mm-hmm. mainly concerning elements. Not it's not nearly as uh, enjoyable or as complex, and it definitely teaches you like, hey man, if you get the system set up right for Breath of the Wild, then like half the fun is after the fact. But like that's not the case here. The main appeal would probably just be uh, it'd be the environment, man. I like exploring environments and um, sure. and just uh, doing that. Uh, is it the best game ever? No, but I'll probably give it another two weeks. Right. Um, well, I'm curious. Uh, might, might have to check in again on that. This is the Daydream cast, by the way. Uh, I'm Pavlos. I'm Brogan. And uh, to, today uh, we, uh, well, we're breaking a promise. <laughs> I mean, it's always a risk announcing the next game, but usually we keep our promise. Uh, but uh, this week, you know, Thief uh, is uh, similar to Dead Rising. It's a very exploration-heavy game. And uh, what we're trying uh, those... to say is neither of us beat it, and we can't we can't abide by neither of us beating it. Well, we uh, <clears throat> what Brogan meant to say was <laughs> we weren't comfortable, weren't feeling comfortable yet uh, talking about it with authority. So uh, <laughs> we moved it, <laughs> we moved it to the next episode, and uh, this week we will talk about Donkey Kong Three, your favorite Donkey Kong. Yes, uh, I, I will say this emphatically. Well, before countries, <laughs> but like as far as the the OG stuff, yeah, it's my favorite Donkey Kong. It's it's one right, of my right. favorite arcade games. All right, uh, we'll get to the into that later. But for now, um, I've uh, I need to finally make good on my announcement that I want to talk about uh, the Great Ace Attorney. Uh, it's, it's happening. Which is, it's happening. It's the th- uh, 2015 3DS Ace Attorney spinoff. Um, which uh, it's uh, set like um, gosh, I, I think it's uh, let me let me quickly think. I should have prepared. This. I think it's uh, I think it's set in uh, the Meiji uh, period uh, of Japan, which is like near near the end of it. And I think the turn of the century has happened. So I would guess like nineteen. 19- Hundred like not like the odds or the ten like the the nineteen tens, um, uh, based based in uh, London mostly actually the first case is in Japan but then uh, uh, they uh, the the main character and uh, the her, uh, his assistant they uh, travel to London, um, the the game has several uh sort of I mean it's a spin off and so they they do uh, different different things obviously first of all I would say the setting is the main conceit because, uh, well, Japan is uh, sort of in the early stages of its modernization uh, and westernization um, and sort of, well, it's opening toward the West and um, it has just also signed a treaty with with, uh, the Great British Empire. Uh, 
as it's always referred to. Uh, and um, so that leads to a lot of uh, like, uh, well, xenophobia <laughs> and uh, sort of a lot of like um, looking down uh, of uh, on the on the Japanese by the by the British and like you know not viewing them as uh, uh, like a lot of hubris based on their cultural uh, like obviously London and, and UK very industrialized uh, and uh, uh, like a lot of hubris there and uh, sort of yeah just you know racism <laughs> and I, I'm surprised to see uh, to see that. Um, uh, it's it's very uh, explicit in that the way uh, you know the British treat the, the Japanese, um, but uh, but you know there's there's also a lot of uh, you know uh, things that uh, weren't invented yet in uh, or no, sorry hadn't been uh, imported yet into uh, Japan though that stuff plays a role like for example in the first case a poison which. Uh, you know, isn't known yet in Japan. So uh, they couldn't test for it at the, um, whatever, at the lab. Um, uh, the coroner couldn't test for it and stuff like that. So all that stuff, I would say, is the main appeal of it, the historical uh, uh, setting and the conceit that comes with it. Um, though there are there are a couple of uh, um, sort of, you know, mechanics that are uh, new, which I will quickly name. The first one is uh, that you have, can have several witnesses simultaneously on the witness stand. That means that uh, you know you get a larger witness stand, several people standing there. They uh, in the testimony they sort of uh, you know they give it together. And uh, sometimes when one person says something, the other may have like a little reaction to it, and you can press them on that. You can sort of uh, uh, slide like go between them and like when one person says something and the other sort of has a little reaction to it, you can be like, whoa, what, like, why are you uh, getting nervous about this part of the statement or whatever? Um, the next part uh, involves Sherlock Holmes. There's a Sherlock Holmes uh, character um, who is very flamboyant and very, like, all over the place. Uh, it's an interesting interpretation. It's a, it's a bit, he's a bit annoying, <laughs> but he's, he's fine. Uh and uh, he does like deductions uh, during the investigation parts, uh, and the deductions are like part correct, but then he always does like wrong conclusions, and so then comes the part where uh, Narhodo uh, reviews the deductions and sort of corrects the conclusions, and those are very fun because they're very uh, uh, they they're animated in a really sort of stylish way and. Uh, that's good stuff. Um, and the last part, finally, is the jury. Uh, there's a jury uh, in the court, in the British court, which uh, you have to sway. And uh, basically, they will a lot of times go all guilty on you. And then you have the right to a jury review, a closing statement, which is basically you interrogating the jury uh, members for their reasoning. And then you have to uh, basically pit two jury statements against each other um, and point out contradictions. Like one person says that you know, she, they are voting guilty for that. The other person says they're voting guilty for this. And if those two like contradict, then you have to point that out. And uh, then you, could, you have to change their minds, basically. To, get the trial go to keep the trial going, you have to uh, sway uh, the jury back to... Uh, 
a non-guilty uh, majority. Um, and that stuff uh, is, is great. It The game looks really cool. The animations are fantastic. So best in the series. Soundtrack is obviously is always very good. Uh, it's always great. But uh, yeah, the animations are the highlight. It's super uh, detailed while still in the style of, of the games and like a lot of, so much character communicated through, uh, you know, little ticks and, and, you know, just the, um, you know, just the gestures and, uh, uh, and the animation. That's that's really the highlight along alongside the setting. Um, yeah, I mean, right, like end of monologue. <laughs> no, it's all good. I mean, I'll say my piece now on it. Um, like I've never played this game, but I have played the Ace Attorneys before, and I think, I think number one, they're, they're like I don't know if you'd qualify them as a visual novel, but they're probably like the peak of like how to engage with the story, and that's that's limited, but it's so effective in how it does it, and like it's done yeah. through character and environment. I think it's funny that um. I don't know how it is in Europe translations, but in the original American translations for Ace Attorney, it uh, it took place in America because they were afraid to take make it take place in Japan. And it's so apparent when you play the original Ace Attorneys that it's kind of like shocking where it's like, no, people, people should commit to their settings because the settings are such an important part of these characters and these cases. Um, yeah. And I would say, um, as far as like the specific mechanics go, I think um, the pressing thing reminds me of L.A. Noir. Um, I think it's going to be better in your game because L.A. Noir doesn't have as much logic in it. L.A. Noir is mostly uh, reading people's faces to tell if they're lying, which is a yeah. much more, much less satisfying <laughs> uh, way to figure out a case. Um, yeah. But, I'm an L.A. Noir apologist, but uh, but yeah. No, I mean I like L.A. Noir, but like as far as things yeah, go, yeah. I, th- I I I have faith in Ace Attorney, and uh, the jury stuff sounds really cool. Um, uh, yeah, it is. It is actually. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like, I, I like I really like that. Like I'm like th- you. You're talking about this game and just the awareness of this game definitely intrigues me more than most of the Ace Attorney sequels. And I like the Ace Attorney sequels. Like I I, I just I just lost my way at a certain point in time in them. You know, I think I think the later parts, the newer uh, entries in the series, are way better than the earlier ones. Obviously, I like the earlier ones a, a lot, but uh, my favorites lie in the later games. Uh, um, so um, some, you know, and and unfortunately, uh, well, this one I wouldn't call I, like uh, I wouldn't count to my favorites. I think it has a bit of the flaw of the. Uh, um, uh, first, first games where only really case one and five are co- connected in the overall intrigue, uh, but um, but it, I, I would say I compared to the first uh, Miles Edgeworth game, uh, which uh, was really good, but then uh, two was is maybe is one of the best, maybe the best game in the series. Unfortunately, like this one, only playable through a fan translation. Uh, but uh, it's the same team, and it's very the fan translations are, are really good, like uh, great stuff. Like it breeds like the original games. You played it on like your modded three DS or whatever, right? Well, you have to uh, you have to hack a three DS to apply a fan translation. But you know, there's also there's even interactive YouTube video, uh, you, like yeah, a YouTube you can do a YouTube playthrough basically, where uh, sort of uh, I think I think at least that people have set that up. 
basically the first the, this game as a YouTube video, basically where you click through. Oh, that's you know, so cool. Where they split it up so each dialogue path is like you know. That's a funny. Video. It's like a YouTube yeah. port. Oh, that's cute. I think so. I, I remember reading about it, but uh, I, you know, worst case, you could watch a playthrough, I guess. Though that's not the same for me. But uh, some people have done that. Um, but but yeah, uh, I I realized that I, I've only talked about uh, what's new in this game. I didn't give the rundown on what Ace Attorney is, so apologies for that. Don't want to uh, make this into a whole Ace Attorney segment. So this is more for the people that know the series. Um, so I've just talked about uh, the new features. Um, and to make some comparisons, um, you know, people... There's, there's, of course, all the equivalents, uh, and, you know, there's a lot of callbacks in the animations to characters from the series and stuff, um, which is really good. Uh, the assistant is one of the best in the series. She's really, uh, really great. Um, um, the uh, uh, the um, prosecutor is not, maybe not up, you know, uh, all the way up there, but he's, he's still good. Uh, and I really like uh, Narhodo. He's like one, of, I think, one of my favorite uh, lawyers. Uh, he's very insecure still, so, you know, new, new, new lawyer, and uh, it uh, reflects in his uh, animations, like his arts. His eyes are darting about, and like uh, there's sometimes he slams the desk, and he it doesn't really make a uh, loud sound because he doesn't do it with conviction yet, and so he and he gives a quick nervous glance to his hands because like oh it didn't make the noise, and then. In pivotal moments, of course, when he slams it, it uh, you get the you get the slam sound effect, and uh, you realize uh, he's uh, he's on fire. Uh, so that stuff is all really well done. There's a lot of attention to to detail there, and the jury is great because you get like six uh, basically like six um, extra characters in a in a in a in a court, and they all like they all have their own personalities and. Uh, little animations and stuff so that's just an extra treat of like uh the animation work and uh, uh you know the, the characters which are always the um always i would say the uh the main draw here the the colorful cast uh so yeah it's uh, not one of the best but it's very it's still very good and worth playing although i'd say that about any <laughs> ace attorney so uh uh, so yeah, it's definitely my favorite uh, visual novel series by far, uh, and I think you nailed uh, you nailed it uh, when you said that it like it gives the it has the most effective uh, interaction uh, in the in in the genre. It's just so you know it's all scripted, but it gives you the um, it it gives you such a satisfying feeling of of. Uh, agency which uh, obviously visual novels don't always have as much yep i i, I mean i agree I, I it's not just agency too there's a lot of tension in it a lot of times visual novels won't bother with the sort of urgency ace attorney builds you know what i mean yeah and it's like you know the animations are some of the best and like um the writing obviously it's it's you know it's very it's it's a very um Sort of, it's it's when you compare it to other visual novels, it's almost trope free, <laughs> like compared to others. Like visual novels are so, uh, you know, there are so many tropes in them and so 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 many cliches. And uh, Ace Attorney really, uh, 
really I think it stays clear, it stays uh, steers clear of of that stuff uh, in in a way that others don't. So uh, if you have the opportunity, uh, like the the if you have 3ds uh, that you can set up for this, very much worth it. Uh, they are working on the sequel. The, this game got a sequel. Um, so uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think the sequel may be the last released Ace Attorney. I think I think it came out after six. It's either six, which came out here, or uh, this the second uh, the sequel in this spin-off uh, series. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, but yeah, I'm lo- really looking forward to when that's finished. Um, but but yeah, uh, one of my favorite series. Uh, check check it out. Check it on out. Check it on out. Okay. <laughs> Keeps going. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> I hope you can uh, carry that enthusiasm into our next game. You just lost which... me. You lost me big time. No, I didn't get to play this, by the way. I didn't tell you beforehand. I, 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 I just oh. didn't turn on my Switch during the, these past two weeks. Well... Uh, we, we don't have to talk about it today then. Let's let's keep it. Let's the the game is Super Mario Bros. 35, but I want you to try it out. So uh, you don't want me to hear your it. opinion at all. N- well, when you have try when you have played it, we can we can talk about did it. You, uh, did you did you like fine. it? No. <laughs> okay, I mean I mean I figured I wasn't going to like it going in. But it's that's disappointing. Fun. It's disappointing. I was ex- actually interested in it i thought it was a cool idea but i was wrong it's a bad idea <laughs> is 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 it a bad idea on on i on like the entire principle or is it how they did it um i think how they did it i i, I think there was a you know they uh the ceiling is much higher on the idea like the you could have realized it much better but um yeah i think part of it is a uh, at least Conceptually, it's less sound than te- the Tetris one. Oh, I mean, but, I uh, think Tetris done... 99 is an actual game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in actual concept. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I could yeah, see yeah. the appeal of it. They could have done. They could have done better, though. But uh, okay, let's let's move. It. Let's, let's. I want you to try it. Uh, okay. It's, you can all. It, it won't take long. Believe me. You can play a couple of games, and you know. Uh, I mean, I I speed run Super Mario Brothers in seven minutes. It's all. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, but but we. W- this means that this episode is gonna be even more, uh, anime heavy because. Uh, well, you've uh, you've you told me you've been playing Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna get what back in this boat. I man, when Kingdom Hearts three came out, I was like firmly in the anti-kingdom hearts boat i was like this is a bad game series i was 12 when i liked these games i regret everything i've ever done and now i've you know now as you get older in life and you you ponder back on your past you revisit some old alleyways and see you know where the magic is and this is what i've done and i've been trying to explore new kingdom Hearts styles that i never played because i stopped at two um uh-huh. And, and uh and so basically i played one i played chain of memories and then i played two and then i started birth by sleep okay um like you mean back then or now um i now 
uh, I, I mean, okay. I, I did all those up to two. Um, you played them recently. You played all these games like recently. Yes. Wow. And uh, wow. That's I mean, I did game. not beat. I did not beat Chain of Memories. I should say ah, I've beaten okay. Chain of Memories okay. before. Right. And and uh, this has been on a slow burn since it was on sale, probably a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um, You're playing the obviously the remix collections. Right? Yeah, the remix collections. Uh, there was like an entire one that was like ninety nine dollars, and then like yeah. they would put it on sale for like thirty. It's good. Right. Yeah, uh, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I'm, I, uh, I've, so the, the irony is that I like Kingdom Hearts, so, uh, um, I've, I'm just giving you shit, but, uh, I, I like Kingdom Hearts quite a bit, actually, uh, as an action RPG, uh, series, so, uh, yeah, but I've only played, um, first one, Chain of Memories, and Birth by Sleep. Oh, wow. Uh, what, what did you yeah. think of Birth by Sleep? It's very good. Um, I, I mean, some people consider it, uh, the, the, definitely a f- part of the fan base, a bit large part, that considers it the best in the series uh, still. So uh, uh, I'm not sure if I I would say that, but uh, it's hard for me because um, I have a lot of fondness for the first one, but that's also just for personal reasons. Um, and again, I've only played those three, so uh, I haven't played two. So um so who knows? As but, of uh, right now, I think but two yeah. is my favorite. I think two is the yeah. most rewarding in multiple ways. True. I mean, I'm I that I can maybe I'll come to the same conclusion. I've uh, I'll definitely play them uh, eventually. I I, I like that, one but... a lot. I mean, I I do think there is like some sort of like thing to one that even two loses out on. Two tries to add too many OCs, and then by birth by sleep, it's like primarily original characters. Uh, yeah, I like the balance in one and the atmosphere. Uh, so, like one has such a dreamy, like mysterious atmosphere, and um, like the music helps a lot, and uh, you know, just the, the you know the plot or whatever. And uh, it's and obviously it being the first one and being new, um, it uh, it was a, it was a great like for me it was always the atmosphere that uh, that got me. I don't know why, but uh, um, it's, it's a, such a sort of you know the, in the best sense RPG ish like otherworldliness uh, almost like a fairy tale uh, feel um, and uh, but obviously there's also the, the sort of a menacing uh, a menacing uh, strain in the, the part, that's part of the atmosphere with uh, with the plot being what it is and like it's a lot of Ominous, <laughs> ominous talking. The the by, Final uh, Fantasy melodrama really helps uh, add edge. Like people complain about the edge to Kingdom Hearts, but I think what's really nice about it is um, it, it's paired with the Disney. It's paired with the Disney like mm-hmm. cookie cutter stuff, you know. <laughs> so like yeah. it really helps that there's like the fate of the world and all your souls are in balance and like versus goofy going huh, huh? and it, like it's, <laughs> it's nice it's it, it's it's a different thing uh, when they go into exposition yeah. it's less of it's more of a problem um i think the thing i like about one is it does feel really I, we, we keep saying the word pure for things but like in contrast i the thing i like about two is the combat and the variety in the worlds but when i play the worlds i definitely don't feel like that they are the essential that they are an essential experience. Like I didn't need to play a Lion King world where I'm a lion 
or I didn't need to play the Mulan <laughs> world. But like when you play uh, Kingdom Hearts one, it like playing Aladdin, playing um, mm-hmm. you know, playing these specific worlds really feels impactful. It feels like they took a lot of care into them instead of sort of just yeah. You spend a lot of time in Kingdom Hearts two doing little fifteen minute chunks, or not fifteen minute, but like you do chunks of Kingdom Hearts two areas and then you go back to them after. And um, it works for me, but I feel like it's less of a less of an experience in that sort of way. It's more just like sort of like you checking into your day job. Um, Birth by Sleep, I've only gotten a little bit into. Uh, I've only played um, into the Terra route, if I remember his name right. It's the guy with the black uh-huh. hair that's going to eventually turn to darkness, I assume. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't remember. It, there's three characters and one of them's the big strong man i'm playing the big yeah, strong yeah. man um okay, yeah. and uh it's interesting so far i like the fact that they're doing princess worlds in that um uh-huh and uh sleeping beauty is really cool i i, lo- I love i love shit like mm-hmm. that it's it like those are those are worlds i've wanted since kingdom hearts one so it was yeah. definitely like exciting i i, I wonder what uh, i will i will will think of three whenever I get to that because uh, yeah the worlds are definitely like a big part of the of those games like uh, what they pick there and uh, how it's realized um, although to be fair uh, there's uh, worlds where you know I like theme but they're notoriously uh, notoriously um, you know design wise they they've notoriously annoying uh, yeah so uh, it's not. <clears throat> it's not just the theme. Oh, sorry, <clears throat> my voice uh, uh, giving up. Uh, it's not entirely uh, based on the on the theme, of course. Uh, to, doesn't carry the doesn't carry a, a world, but um, but uh, it's a bit big part of it. And uh, the newer ones have like the Pixar stuff, and you know, I'm definitely less way way less invested in that stuff than uh, oh, for sure. the classic Disney Disney films, but. Um, Sure, if the design obviously is so good, then, um, and and also, I mean, it gives us, it gave us uh, Monsters Inc. Goofy, which is a treasure, an abomination for the ages. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't mind Pixar as much. I definitely think the Disney 3D stuff. Um, I don't need to play. I don't need to play Big Hero Six, and I especially it's not Disney 3D, but I didn't need to play Pirates of the Caribbean another time. Pirates of the Caribbean was one of the worst worlds in two. Like th- those are mm-hmm. the kinds of worlds where I'm like, oh my god, why why are we doing this? And and Pirates is like the premier world of two or of three, I would say, at least as far uh-huh, as what yeah. I see and what I've what I've you know experienced from it. I will let yeah. you know further when I actually play it. Right. Um, yeah, uh, also, uh, to, to, uh, just to, uh, to, um, add to my argument for one, uh, which again, I haven't played two, so, but, uh, uh just, just uh, my personal uh, feelings on one, uh, that it being the first one and setting up the story, the start, uh, on the island, I would say is really, uh, really, um, evocative, uh, and, and sort of a key in setting up the, that the um, atmosphere that I was talking about, because you just wake up, you don't know what's going on. This you're on this weird island. There's no, you don't have any parents apparently, or uh, there's no no adults there. And uh, you know the thing, the storm happens, and 
it's all very uh, the undead, the not undead, but heartless. <laughs> the heartless show up. Um, <laughs> the <laughs> the the undead would be would also be pretty good if they rose, but they don't. Uh, but but yeah, the heartless show up, and uh, it's very uh, it's a very effective beginning for a series that will then go into you know go to go, go to very uh, different and crazy places. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe we, uh, in the future we'll have a. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, we could talk about more. I like Destiny Island a lot. I think that's a really good example of Kingdom Hearts One, even utilizing Final Fantasy characters for their side characters, like those little yeah. minor characters that are supposed to have only a little bit of personality. They, you know, they put in Final Fantasy characters for those, basically, and uh, you can see in Destiny right. Island that really works because those those designs are still really strong even though there's not a lot to them and um and yeah how you start with like it asking you about how much you value friendship versus other things like that stuff really really works thematically and uh that all gets lost in later games for sure <laughs> yeah um uh, right but we can uh, we can, we can so save it for another too. time yeah yeah Th- three is so divisive too i've seen all sorts of takes for that uh um, but yeah, uh, for another time. For now, it's uh, it's uh, hot take time uh, for the hot take uh, minute, uh, also known as the hot take central. Um, do you have a take ready? You hadn't. I, I do been... have a take ready. Okay, you came up with something. All right. Uh, do you want Do you want to go ahead? Start. Uh, yeah, I know this is a hot take. I actually know okay. this is a hot take because okay, we've well. talked about it before. I'm also confident this week, so go ahead. <laughs> okay. Sonic CD is the best 2D Sonic game. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> okay. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Completely wrong. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, here's what I'll say. I get the feeling a lot of people played the game like they played a normal Sonic game, and that's not how you play Sonic CD. A lot of the appeal in Sonic CD is figuring out how to time travel through the environments, figuring out literally how to, because you have to like, you have to go through the post and then you have to build up enough speed to do it. So you really have to master how to do momentum in those moments. And, um, and then otherwise explore the area in a satisfying way um, versus normal Sonic game where you go from left to right. Uh it's not fun. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the level design is super choppy and super messed up and looks like it was uh, generated by some AI. Uh, and uh, it's, it's really ugly. Uh, like not the, not the star, like not the, I don't know, the sprites or whatever. The style is really cool. But the, w- the level design is so uh, messy. And uh, the play style you're talking about is obviously, is it is the way to play it. It is the intended way to play it. Like to go through the different time, uh, you know, uh, time uh, stages, and and sort of, uh, you know, fix the past so you can get the good future and stuff. The music is great, no doubt about that. Love the intro uh, movie, but uh, it, that the problem is that that play style, which is the intended one, is not fun. Like it's uh, the, the going the exploration. I mean, it's based on exploration basically, and. Uh, you have to know where the little things are, and then you have to suss out. Okay, this is the best route to get enough momentum to go through that goal and stuff. But just the game is not set up for that because everything else is uh, 
basically it's like a normal Sonic game. So uh, uh, like you know you have a timer, you have lives, uh, etc., and uh, those signs disappear and stuff. If I feel like they only went you know the half the half step instead of fully they didn't fully commit to that uh, playstyle. And so for me, it is not not the best Sonic <laughs> maybe the worst maybe uh, the worst shake in my head um, should I rebut or should we move on this is hot we are now in the hot territory we are in the hot zone yeah uh, no go ahead um, I would say I would say if it was purely exploration I think it loses some sort of like I do think that there's it wanted to do one step in one zone and one step in another zone which you could say is inconsistent or half-hearted um but i would say it's also sort of just trying to maintain a sort of uh it's it's trying to maintain a sort of consistency instead of being so wildly different as a sequel uh because it technically is a sonic 2 it's the other sonic 2 and um if it was wildly about exploration and not having any sort of sense of platforming in the typical sonic way with the rings and with the sort of jumping into the ball and all that then i think something would be lost um and the timer sort of encourages you to just make a choice of whether or not you can go forward because you can play it like a normal sonic game it's um it's fun in its own way um but it's less challenging and less engaging with the levels so, you uh, can play it like a normal Sonic game, but then the level design is just shit. So uh, it's not <laughs> accommodating to that at all. All right. Uh, okay. All but, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> moving on, but I have a similar, uh, similar, yeah, what I think, scorching take, which is <clears throat> Yoshi's story is better than Yoshi's Island. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> People are gonna take that. People take are gonna that. be upset. Tell me your listen, taste. listen. Yoshi's Island, we know it. It looks great. Uh, it's a fun look. It is charming. But um, the the stop and go gameplay of uh, Yoshi, you know, throwing eggs and stuff. I I have nothing against it, but it's not something that like really gets me like super excited. Uh, uh, I'm. It's it's fine like it's fine it's a good game no no question about that but about that but um, uh, ultimately <clears throat> baby Mario is annoying having to pick him uh, sort of uh, pick him back up uh, every time uh, you get hit is is, is annoying um, and like getting those getting the scores you know to unlock the bonus levels just not something that is very enjoyable to me like getting the flowers and the coins and stuff to get the you know the hundred. Uh, point score uh to unlock the uh, unlock the extra levels in every world um so it always had this weird like not puzzly but like uh explore again exploration based uh, aspect to it where you um have to find the coins and stuff and uh, others like uh new yoshi's island or was it new yoshi's new island i forget yoshi's new island i think on 3ds uh went even further and were even more challenging with the collection stuff uh and you know that stuff is fine but i listen babies on versus delicious fruit what do you prefer i would say i i i want to go for that perfect melon run on yoshi's story get only get all get all the melons for the full score 
and uh, <laughs> and have no baby to worry about. How does that sound? You, you, uh, know, you know, there's, you know, sometimes I I have confidence in you, Pablos, of like, <laughs> of like, you know what, Pablos is really well spoken, and he has a very nuanced opinion on video games. He has a wide breadth of them, and, <laughs> you know. And then I hear, what would you rather prefer, having babies or melons? And I go, maybe his takes aren't like that nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> He's just saying shit. Um, no, listen. In Josh's story, you, you collect fruit. You don't have a baby Mario. You collect fruit, and you have to fill up the fruit. No, I, uh, I, you don't have to yeah. explain. <laughs> I sound like a madman, but it's I'm true. I'm saying that difference isn't like the big selling point that you think it is. <laughs> no, but listen. Uh, you go through the level, and there's no end point. There's no goal. You just uh, it it loops, uh, and uh, once you fill up your, your fruits, uh, then it ends, and then you get a cute little dance and song, and uh, it goes like, and then Yoshi is cute, and then they Yoshi sing their song, which I'm not gonna sing right now though i quick i briefly considered it uh and it's all it's all great uh you the game is significantly shorter and for me that's the right amount of yoshi for a yoshi game i don't need super long games which the island games are pretty long uh and uh you know it's a bit it's a bit uh, you you uh you have like branching levels you have like uh basically there's i don't know how many worlds maybe six or so and uh there's like four levels for each and you basically um you in one run you only do six levels but in the other run you can do an entirely different set of six levels so uh so yeah and it looks cool it's uh it's uh the levels are, are i really like the levels uh it has a really weird look to it which are, but i but i really like it it's like a bit like a fake 3d ish look and then you have like i don't know there's like goo and different like substances like lava and stuff uh they look cool and uh and you get you have different colors of yoshi which you can pick uh instead of just the same old green yoshi <laughs> i mean how can you disagree <laughs> i okay. don't get it <laughs> all right here's the thing is like i don't care about yoshi that much to disagree i will say just like as as a casual yoshi enjoyer yoshi's island looks better than story um i can't really speak for level design or gameplay uh stuff i don't care that much um they were never my favorite games ever um you get a stack of boxes and you carry them all to the gold they turn into melons you need those to get the full melon right. okay the more here's the thing is the more you talk the more i'm doubting you <laughs> so so maybe you should reel well, it back a little it's a it's a personal truth i mean i i admit i had the game as a kid but uh like even now i uh, uh i had games as a kid which where i realized they weren't the best at all uh and uh, Yoshi's Island, I like again. I like it, but it's just not something I would get excited about. Where I, whereas I have a soft spot for Yoshi's story. So, uh, so, so yeah. I'm just, I'm just ex- exaggerating this position and saying it's the better, better Yoshi. Speaking game. <laughs> of games that you think of fondly, but may not secretly be good games, let's talk about our game of the week. Right. It's Donkey Kong 3. Uh, came out in 83 in uh, arcades. Uh, 
then hit uh, uh, the NES or Famicom in uh, 84 uh, in Japan and only in 86 and 87 in the US and Europe uh, respectively, which is pretty late. Uh, it was a pretty long wait. Um, it also had a Game & Watch versus version, which is uh, came out in 84. It's a different... Uh, Sort of different take on it, where you, it's a you know two-player game versus versus game, um, which uh, you may know from Game and Watch Gallery Four, where it got a uh, an update. Uh, it's you know those Game and Watch uh, collections on uh, Game Boy and GBA were fantastic, and this one is on uh, the fourth of those, the Game and Watch version. Um, it features uh, it doesn't feature Mario. It features Stanley the Bugman. Who uh, originated uh, in another Game and Watch game called Greenhouse as the Fumigator, wow. which is a pretty good, uh, pretty good name. Uh, by the way, Greenhouse also on Game and Watch Gallery Three. Uh, you may know that from that. Um, he basically didn't have any other appearances except as like trophies on Smash Brothers and stuff, stuff like that, and, and some cameos in uh, in uh, WarioWare. Uh, games. Tropical and Freeze has a Stanley the Bugman pellet shooter, whatever pesticide shooter. In sure, one of the yeah, levels. yeah. Just little cameras. Right. It, it honestly, he's he's lesser than Donkey Kong Jr. and Donkey Kong Jr. doesn't even get shown around anymore. Right. True. Donkey Kong Jr. even at least got into Mario Tennis and Mario Kart. Uh, but yeah. He definitely uh, is super, and he didn't make it like you know Pauline got a second life uh, in obviously in Odyssey, but before that in Mario versus Donkey Kong. So uh, so yeah, he's uh, he was in an episode of Saturday Supercade, which I briefly checked. <laughs> uh, it's rough, <laughs> rough uh, animation there, but uh, but yeah, he like he appears there as the greenhouse guy that he wow. that he is. Um, the game is uh, obviously a Miyamoto game. Uh, and the music is by uh, Hip Tanaka, uh, great composer. Um, although the music itself, to me, not super notable. Um, I don't know how you, uh, what you think of it. Um, <laughs> also, an interesting fact is that uh, the game wasn't a a separate arcade cabinet, but it was a conversion kit. Uh, so it wasn't even a full like separate arcade. Like its own arcade cabinet, basically, uh, arcade uh, arcade uh, owners got like a conversion kit, which was uh, you know standard practice at the time. But uh, but yeah, it, a conversion this... kit, by the way, is when you take an existing arcade cabinet and turn it into a different game. So, right, exactly. To, to say no, it out loud uh, in case everyone's yeah yeah yeah. It. Go ahead. Um, just uh, quickly, I'm almost done with, uh, with just the, the release history of the game. Yeah, the release history. Uh, it's uh, it, obviously it's on virtual consoles and Switch Online where you can play it. Uh, and um, the craziest uh, note here is that in '84, Hudson uh, Hudson Soft uh, developed like sort of a, a sequel-ish game to it for like uh, the uh, you know various Japanese PCs, also the Sharp uh, X1 and the FM7, uh, which. Uh, you know, we're all different, like uh, Japanese-only uh, consoles and and PCs, uh, which is which is called uh, uh, Donkey Kong Three: The Great Counterattack, <laughs> and uh, basically you have Donkey Kong uh, hooked up to two parach- little parachutes, floating down, uh, and you know you got the bugs, and 
but the craziest thing is the backgrounds which are super which are like super the uh, like like um sort of pixely cursed uh sort of uh, like backgrounds where you see like a pyramid and like a, a planet and and like like various uh environments uh and it looks really crazy it's like it's a bit tough it's very tough to look at <laughs> it's very very garish uh and uh you don't have the jump ability uh you can only move left and right and it's a bit more like space invaders that way even more so than the original game even is and the game was super uh rare uh for a long time and then uh, uh the sharp xx1 version got bought in uh, 2017 when it was uh then made available for uh you know as a rom for emulation and then later on we also got the pc 8801 version uh so it was you know a long time we didn't even know it for a long time we didn't even really know about it in the west uh so look that up that's donkey kong 3 the great counterattack but we're gonna be talking about the arcade and nes versions here okay all right did we did we give an accurate descriptor as to the gameplay no, that's I'm, I'm I I can take you. care of that. Yeah, basically, yeah. you play as Stanley, and Donkey Kong is sort of your ultimate bad guy here. Um, I don't know necessarily even if he's. I guess he's just crawling down on his vines, pretty much. I, I think that's the story. <laughs> the story is he's uh, he's um, he's at like stirring up the bug nest. That's right. In, but in like, why is he going down? Is I guess my thing. I don't know. Why is he even in the greenhouse? How did he get there? <laughs> okay. All right. Ignore this. Ignore this lore. Okay. The big thing is, is he stirs up bad guys that you have to shoot with your bug pellet spray. But he's also sink. Well, he's also he's sunk down, and your goal is to push him up, um, into the beehive, and then you go into the next stage. And um, the yeah. way it basically functions is as like a platform shoot 'em up. Like, it's very, like, Space Invaders or, or Galaga. Galaga or something, but instead of it being in a spaceship, it's you on the ground looking in a typical platformer's perspective, trying to shoot up into Donkey Kong. And you're dodging and shooting bugs as they come. Yeah. Right. And you have, like, different steps, uh, and you can go up and down them. And uh, basically, at, uh, when Donkey Kong's way up, you can only hit him when you're on the top st- uh, top step, but uh, when you're on the top step, you're obviously more uh, more s- sort of uh, vulnerable to the bugs because you're close closer to the nests. Um, and from the bottom, you can protect your flowers. We have like flowers at the bottom which they try want to steal, and uh, uh, you can protect them. Uh, uh, did you mention the flower bit? I did not mention the flower bit. Right. There's like multiple uh, separate mini mechanics. Yeah, the flower bit is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fly down, and uh, the bugs basically want to fly. They want to hurt you, but also they want to fly down and pick, uh, you know, steal the flowers. Um, it's a bit like Defender or whatever, when like you have to protect the cities or whatever. Uh, um, and uh, and yeah, they uh, they they want to steal the flowers. You can shoot once they have one. You can still shoot the bug, and the flower will fall back down. So uh, so yeah, but. Uh, um, Basically, you can only reach uh, DK from the top step uh, after he's uh, up a certain, you know, past a certain point on the on his uh, little ropes. Uh, but he drops like a 
there's a, on the ropes, there's like super buck spray. And uh, once he gets past that, he drops it and you can pick it up. It's a power up. And that, and that, with that power up, you have a limited, uh, which lasts a limited time. You can shoot, uh, all, you can hit him from all the way to, uh, from the bottom. You can, you can, you can hit him from there with your buck spray. It gets powered up. It's, you know, longer range. And I think it's even faster. Yeah, I'm sure I'm it sure. is. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's very similar to, you know, Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr., which are the, the prequels, uh, and uh, in, in that it, ha- it has uh, three levels, uh, and uh, yeah, um, I mean, the arcade version is definitely better, looks better, right? Uh, I it, think it's just, safe. Yeah, that's uh, it's, uh, obviously a safe, safe call, um, but the NES is, you know, NES version is faithful, and uh you know, it's probably the one that most people know. Um, right. I mean, it's it's basically it's a mix of uh, it's it's like it's basically like Galaga or Space Invaders with some platforming and uh, you know with uh, with <laughs> the with Donkey Kong. <laughs> I guess it, I think Donkey Kong is a feature, right? I, I mean, uh, I to me, yeah, Donkey Kong is for sure a feature. Like, I mean, I w- I would say like. A good way to understand one of the appeals I have of the game is probably like other versions or like other games in this genre are very focused on how to deal with the mobs or if it is like a specific type of boss, it's like a bullet hell thing. Yeah. Whereas this, this is much more of like a weird nuance of you attacking mob enemies, but trying to find openings in which to go into Donkey Kong and shoot him. Like in, in many ways, each stage feels like a boss again. And it sort of just builds on top of each other in a very satisfying way for me. Um, Yeah. You know, do I think it's particularly complex? No, but I also like, yeah. I, I think the first few, I think the first round of stages is easy enough, so everyone immediately understands the appeal, and then the next set of stages is sort of like, okay, now you got to take it seriously, and then after that, it just it it just feels satisfying every time. Yeah, you love to look for openings. <laughs> you know how it is to get, boy. It, to get into Donkey Kong. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. It's 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 tough for me. I mean, the game is. I like I like that it's a step, you know, and it's it's gonna be a different thing. Like, forget Mario. Here's here's Stanley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you know here's the guy we here's the guy we had in Greenhouse on this Game and Watch game. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, we can do something with that. I like I like that. Like I, I think that's always been a trademark move from Nintendo to be like, you know. What can we do with uh, something we already have? But, but so something new we can do with it. And um, I, I like the move. I like, and uh, I think Stanley is obviously, you know, it would be cool to see him again in some capacity. Um, like, uh, you know, the the these uh, characters, these uh, sort of more uh, uh, apocryphal uh, Nintendo characters. Uh, uh, I'm always in tar- like f- for for them returning in some way, um, but but yeah, I mean the game itself. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's 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 fine. I don't think it's like it it, it got it got mildly panned. Like uh, and it, it sold way way less than the first two. Like shockingly so uh, than the first two Donkey Kongs. I mean, uh, it, like. Barely, barely sold any any units compared to compared to those which were obviously huge successes. Um, and 
I mean, it's it's just not original. <laughs> like the the, the, no. the little steps that you jump on, it's it's not you know there's not enough originality for me there, and uh, the loop is not as satisfying for me, I think, as the other. Well, Donkey Kong Jr. I'm not big on anyway, but uh, the obviously the loop. Uh, the three stages are more similar to each other than the three in Donkey Kong. Oh, the original Donkey Kong stages vary so much in how you're approaching them versus here. Versus here, it really just depends on where the platforms are and what you're able to jump on. Right. I think it's a big missed opportunity to have the three uh, stages vary more uh, uh, just like they did in Donkey Kong. I'm, I'm, it's 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 a shame because it's a it's a pretty original conceit, like or like you know you have like a very like a very sort of cool setting with like you know this greenhouse that looks more like a temple. <laughs> but yeah. uh, uh, like to me, I always think of a temple with the steps at the bottom. It looks like a, this weird. Uh, I don't know. It the aesthetic really... is is bizarre in a good way. It is bizarre, yeah, in a good way. I agree. Um, but uh, but yeah, they it's a missed opportunity. They didn't missed opportunity that they didn't vary up the, the stages uh, at all, really. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, and you said it's one of your favorite arcade games. Look, all right, to give you perspective, Pavlos, I'm yeah. weird when it comes to arcade because like arcade is definitely ones where they're like, did I play this as a kid? Yes. So my nostalgia hits it. Like for instance, mm. instead of Dig Dug, I used to yeah. play Mr. Do. And Mr. Mm-hmm. Do is really fun. <laughs> Mr. Do is great. I like Mr. Do is it's an OG. What are you talking about? Like uh, that's not that's not that's not weird. That's, that's not the uh, hot take. Do. Good. Well, no, other no. people look at me weird for liking Mr. Do, but I'm gl- I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad here Mr. Do is beloved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, let's say it, it's in the, in this pod on this podcast it's uh it is it's a classic. Um, any, anyways, I, I I will concede that it's probably not the best game. In fact, I think the Game and Watch version is probably yeah. a better game than Donkey Kong uh-huh. Three. I I, I, sure. I think I think the Game and Watch versus is like a very solid sort of uh, conceptual versus game. Like I I think it's like just good. Um, basically basically just to do you want to describe it real quick? yeah i mean i can describe it basically there's three layers and you're on one side and the other players on another side stanley versus donkey kong and yeah. in the three lanes there's like a there's like little things that you can push your little bug spray into the next person so it's almost like an opposite version of tug of war where you're trying to yeah. push all the stuff onto their side instead of yeah. him pushing it onto your side so it becomes a little balancing act and it's really fun right. in that way Right, right. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, uh, again, if you can play that, <laughs> so if, you, if you can get another person with a copy of Game & Watch Gallery. Which clearly we uh, all for, do. <laughs> set it up, <laughs> play it versus locally, you should you should do that. <laughs> yeah. But do you think, uh, since you, you know, uh, do, do you think that uh, uh, Donkey Kong 3 could have done with more melons? Uh, and you do a full melon run by collecting all the the melons. You see, Pavlos, I I don't trust <laughs> I don't trust pesticides and uh, different sort of chemicals into my crops. So no, I don't. 
Okay. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. But but to go over because like you kind of said your opinions on Donkey Kong Junior and Donkey Kong One. I think Donkey yeah. Kong One is probably the ultimate like apex of the trilogy. Like. Sure. I I, I don't think this is a wild take. No. Um, no. Um. I like Donkey Kong Junior in a sense. Um. It feels it feels like a much more clunky platformer to me because you're yeah. in Donkey Kong Jr. You're climbing through vines as Donkey right. Kong Jr. As you're trying to get up to the top for your pop. Um, yeah. And I don't think I have to explain Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh, I mean, you yeah, climb you up, you Mario, climb up jump over barrels. Mario. How about that? That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you climb ladders to jump over barrels. That's and, and yeah, I mean, I think one of the nice things about, donkey kong one is it's very it has so much variety and it feels like so much is going on at once and as you play especially for its time it feels like Mm -hmm. it feels refreshingly modern even now it's like this this game feels like uh this game feels like more than what it what other games were at that time you know and it feels really nice in that way and you can't overstate that it doesn't it's not one thing that keeps going or like one thing that's like all oh, their stages, but every stage is just a, you know, the enemies are quicker, uh, it's more enemies, blah, 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 just a diff- more difficult version. Uh, you kind of overstate that it's it, it has the different uh, stages, you know, that which yeah. are entirely different, and that's uh, that variety um, puts it over many, uh, many, many other uh, arcade games. Um, so it's not just the, you know, it's not just the iconic nature of it, it's that makes it the best um but uh, but yeah so there's clear reasons although I, I think you know if someone says oh they like Donkey Kong jr i won't be like you know it's not 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 offensive to me so uh... i'd rather he like donkey kong jr math <laughs> <laughs> right uh <laughs> i'm just kidding right what, what's better that or pac-man uh what what's the uh, Professor Pac-Man? What's the math? Uh, I never played Professor Pac-Man. You act like uh, Americans play Professor Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it always it always comes back to Professor Pac-Man for me. Everything it, uh, <laughs> starts there. You're just shocked. <laughs> You're just shocked that people played Miss Pac-Man. And I'm like Miss Pac-Man <laughs> was like crazy popular over here. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not shocked. Um. All right. With that, I think I guess that's that's Donkey Kong Three, right? Um, um, I mean, final on thoughts Twitch on Online. Donkey Kong Three. Um, yeah, I, I I like it. It's very pleasant. It's pleasant to just push on through. I think some it's of the your appeal, comfort food. I, I yeah, it's comfort, and especially like in arcades or like the, yeah. you know the arcade experience of sort of getting the high score or getting better than you were before, even if it's yeah. sort of like a an abstract sort of like platforming sense like even though these nintendo mm-hmm. games have a narrative to them you still want to keep pushing forward in the gameplay loop because the gameplay loop is really satisfying so i i think i wish uh, maybe for those kinds of games that the switch online uh nes service would have like leaderboards um for your at least for your friend list um um that would be that would be cool you know because um you know what was last thing here. You know what was a good idea, and even the execution was not not that bad at all by the end. Uh, but uh, you know, obviously it died. Do you remember Game Room <laughs> on? Uh, on I XBLA? do remember Game Room. Game yeah. Room is how I originally played Crystal Castles. Yeah, I mean, 
not everything there was, you know, not everything in game room worked. They could have had more support uh, from publishers. They, especially by the end, Sunset Riders never came out, uh, and it was pretty buggy. Uh, and then, but by the end, they fixed it quite a lot, and then uh, you know they they added quite a lot of, of stuff, a lot of features. And the best part for me was, you know, just like playing these arcade games in one one setting. And um, having the leaderboard on the right with your friends and also uh, global if you want it uh, and it live updating it like, you know, just you, you were like in the leaderboard and then you kept playing you and uh, um, it just was uh, uh, advancing you live on the leaderboards. It was, you know, the, your name was uh, going up and up and up. And that was really cool. Like not only leaderboards, but the life life aspect to that. It was, better uh, represented the intention behind the game design. Whereas, like, if let's say if you emulated the game, like uh, an arcade game through Mame or something, there is definitely yeah. like a major aspect lost. Um, right. Be it environment or be it competition, um, even yeah. in the single player realm, like there's 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 core concepts lost in in the thing so like yeah, game room yeah. game room is sorely missed even if it didn't hit the mark fully yeah i mean the arcade archives that hamster has been putting out uh obviously are you know better for individual game representation uh but um the hub that was the the functionality of and the, the features of, of hub of the hub that uh, game room had i always wished that uh, Microsoft had revisited that, but they never did. <laughs> uh, probably with good reason. I, th I think, uh, you know, they, the arcade, uh, the arcade games, the, the, the successful part of Game Room was were the arcade uh, games. And, you know, by the end, they, they, had, they added a lot of, like, uh, Atari games, which didn't quite work the same way. Like, didn't, it didn't have quite the same appeal, yeah. let's say. And, uh, People rightly, I think, didn't weren't so interested in buying like packs of, of Atari games, which you know, there's uh, Atari collections with a ton of games on them. Um, so so yeah, but uh, yeah, rest rest in peace, game room. Um, you you had you hadn't you had something there, but it didn't work out. Maybe in another lifetime. And um, I, th I think I suppose the closing thoughts on. Did you have anything else or? I can no. bookend this. No, no, go ahead. The the two takeaways of this podcast, dear listener, are number <laughs> one, Mr. Do is a good game. Yes. <laughs> and number two, we'll see you in two weeks for Thief. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Great. Thank thank you, Brogan, uh, for for the podcast and uh, 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 well, thank you to listeners. Uh, stay fresh and yeah, see you in two weeks. Bye.